Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of the Lehigh Valley Chamber's Power of Partnerships podcast. I'm Lauren Spence, Vice President of Major Events at the Chamber and one of your podcast hosts. A quick event update for our listeners. I wanted to share with you all that the Chamber's 2020 annual meeting is going to be a virtual experience this year. We're so excited to bring you this innovative, infotaining program jam-packed with entertainment, awards, special guest appearances, and all of your absolute favorite elements of our annual meeting. Be sure to check out the event page on lehighvalleychamber.org to register because you do not want to miss this. And now it's my pleasure to turn the mic over to the Chamber's President and CEO, Tony Ionelli, who is interviewing our special guest today, the President and General Manager of the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, Kurt Landis. Take it away, Tony. Hey, hi, everybody. We are here for Game Changers and probably at maybe the most beautiful spot in the Lehigh Valley with one of the best guys in the Lehigh Valley. <laughs> Talk about a Game Changer, Kurt Landis. It's always great to be with you. But, you know, other than missing human beings, this is heaven on earth. Well, I appreciate it. It's It's been a an odd year at the ballpark uh, with a lot of empty seats, unfortunately. But in my mind, this is the best place in Lehigh Valley, you know, to see friends, family, to come together as a community. Uh, it means a lot to me, and I think it means a lot to people in the in the region. Yeah, I know the chamber jumped on board the minute we knew that you guys were coming to the valley. And that's a really good point in terms of quality of life, what this means. When I think of coming here when we could, and that will happen next year, right. hopefully we'll be back. But the happiness, so I think of my grandkids and when they see Fifi and Ferris and people out in the outfield uh, with the picnic baskets or, you know, blankets, just a, it's a happiness place. And I think that's your goal. It, is it, it's about winning and losing, but not as much as enjoyment. Well, it, it, it's always about baseball to some degree, but for so many people, this is so much more than, than baseball, Tony. It's about fun. It's about memories. And and for me, that's why I love it here so much. I mean, I'm a baseball fan, but at the end of the day, I like creating memories for people and just making it a place that people enjoy being at. And when you are in a business that doesn't necessarily make a product, uh, you actually just create memories. It's different how you approach uh, the game, the activity, uh, the venue. It's much more about the experience and the atmosphere than the actual game on the field itself. Well, you know, Kurt, you're, again, I don't, I've never heard anybody complain about what it is that you do. Right? You're about to getting it done, your attention to detail, making sure your sponsors, your supporters, your season ticket holders are happy. Tell me how you got here, the professional you. Well, I, I was a kid, like many people that wanted to be involved in sports and had no idea what that I meant. I was a kid too. <laughs> Same thing. Not long ago. <laughs> um, oh, good answer. <laughs> so literally, you know, I. I went to sport management in college. I grew up in Ohio, went to school in, uh, at Bowling Green, Ohio, came out of college and did some internships within the sports world. That uh, really piqued my interest, and especially baseball, like we just talked about. I, I learned quickly that it wasn't just about sports, it was about entertainment. And that side really um, excited me. So I think I found my niche within sports in being close to the game and the participants and the athletes, uh, the competition. But at the same point, I found for myself, a little more of a, a zeal for just wanting to entertain and, and keep people happy. Yeah, and you're certainly doing that. By the way, it reminded me when I saw some bugs flying around. I do want to fr- uh, thank our friend Mark from Mosquito Hunters, who do an amazing job and are sponsors for us. So thank you so much, Mark and Mosquito Hunters, uh, for being our sponsor. That's important. We appreciate that. You know, I'm thinking, I hear them, I think they're aerating the field. Is that right? right? Uh, how important when you talk about detail, how much pressure, I, you know, you're in a league, it's a big time league, the AAA. Is there pressure, not pressure, but the standard set by the league to say, you know, your field has to be this way, 
the whole you know the whole environment has to be approached in a certain way. Well, I don't think there's any pressure in terms of the league. Um, I think the most pressure that that I feel or that our staff feels is probably put on by ourselves. I think uh, we have a very high expectation for what we do here. In fact, when other teams come into the ballpark, they look around and go, "This is this ballpark's 12 years old. It looks like it's brand new." And you know, we have that pressure expectation ourselves that we want this venue to be perfect. Uh, we want the the guest service element to be extremely high. Uh, the promotions, the creativity, how do we entertain? How do we change ourselves? How do we have to reinvent ourselves each year to stay relevant, for people to be excited about our product? Uh, people tell me all the time, like, well, I'm, I'm not a baseball fan. I thought, well, you're perfect. Yeah. You know, that's We're not looking for baseball fans. We're looking for people that want to have fun and be out in the open environment with uh, a nice meal. Our, I tell people we're the largest restaurant in Lehigh Valley, 10,000 <laughs> 10, people in three hours. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty, that, that's a challenge. I, I want to ask you this, you're an optimistic guy and, a, and always out there, happy, you know, pushing what you're pushing, doing what you love to do, but uh, it had to affect you. I think it affected all of us. And I think we sort of underestimate how much psychologically, I mean, you're ready in March to put thousands and thousands of people here all summer long, which never happened. And, uh, you know, we have the same at the chamber. We're an event, an event right. group. And, uh, right. It's hard, you know, it really is. And you, you know, you fight the fight and you be creative, but it's hard. It's been extremely hard summer. I mean, you're so busy sometimes, you go from one thing to the next because you're trying to plan or budget or uh, fight your way through the, the pandemic. Uh, but yeah, you know, for our staff, uh, myself, you put a lot of time and effort into 2020. We put a full 10 to 12 month planning season ahead of the actual season itself. And so when you get to that point where you're almost ready to start, and then nothing, yeah. you know, it's hard. Our fans, uh, there's so many people that, that come not just to love this place, but they, they need it oh, I mean, yes. from a social basis. You know, I'm glad you said, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but they literally, there are people that this is their summer. This is like their vacation for the summer. They might as well be in a tropical island when they're in the seat every night. You know, it, and again, we, this is a happy place. People come for the, for the memories, but for many people, and I, I just went and visited a, uh, one of our season tick holders last week who's having a birthday. He's kind of down. He hasn't been to the ballpark. You talk to him, and this does just mean a lot to him because it's a chance to get out in the fresh air. You know, for him to, to be out and to have a social life, to mingle with other people, to have interactions. Otherwise, he's just shut in by himself. Um, this is where his friends are. This is where he met people and interacts. So, um, like a mental well-being, the social well-being, I fear a little bit for the Lehigh Valley, for the, for the world, sure. that we just lost some things. So, in many respects, I know when we finally get it back and have the chance to be here, mm -hmm. it's going to be amazing, right? It's just going to be a very um, comforting, impactful moment to stand for the national anthem, the very first game oh. where we as a community together say, we did it, we survived and here we are. And um, I'm expecting to be a very emotional moment And the ballpark for many, again, is, is not just about the game itself, but for the community to come together, to be here 10,000 strong, uh, it's going to mean a lot than just more than just baseball. Yeah, I always say it, it changed our swagger. I mean, you know, it yeah. made you realize when you, hey, we got a AAA, we got a beautiful stadium and a AAA ballpark. You know, it, it made us, I would say we, you know, we made us walk with a different swagger from a community standpoint. Well, you know, when I first arrived about 13, 14 years ago, before the ballpark was built, I'd go around, meet with, you know, folks in the chamber or where it might be the case, and people would say, ah, I'll believe it when I see it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, this, yeah. this will never be successful. We had false starts. That's a good point. Correct. And and so, 
you know, we always made a point to show off the ballpark as much as possible as it was coming out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, people started to realize, all right, if this this is happening. Oh, you won't be successful long term. And here we are 12 years later, the most successful Marley team in the country in a small market relative to AAA speaking. And, and I really feel a, a pride in that. I think this construction, this venue, the quality of life that we provided really helped the casino. It helped ArtsQuest. It helped the Phantoms yeah. and PPL Center. Um, those projects became less and less inhibitive in terms of the mindset about yeah. we can what, do the, it. what uh, we, we can, can do, do and what we deserve. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. I know. Uh, so I want to I want to make sure we remember history. And a lot of people really came together. Finley and Stein, big time investment. Uh, the counties stepped up investment. Joe Brake and Coca-Cola for the yep. naming rights. Uh, the Butts Company, you happen to have Lee Butts, who's an incredible baseball fan, couldn't wait to build it. So, you know, there were a lot of a lot of great things that lined up, you know, and that, I think that's happened to have something this good. I mean, you can have a mediocre park to have what we have. The stars had that line, and that's kind of a Lehigh Valley thing. You're 100 percent right because there's new ballparks, you know, one or two every year, and they're beautiful to start. Uh, but to have the reinvestment of our ownership, uh, the great partnership of Lehigh County that that also wants to participate and help us maintain this facility, and you've seen it in other venues. I mean, even Scranton, the old ballpark in Scranton was 20 years old, and it looked 60 years old before it was replaced. And here you're in a venue that's that's almost 14. And looks brand new. Yeah. It's because you have the right people that care about the facility, the right partnerships, the right community citizens, the right politicians that understand what this means to its to its region. Yeah, we've had a really a good uh, a good run, and, and hopefully we'll continue on and on. Are you optimistic for next year? I am. I, you know, I I think everyone's anxious for the vaccine, right? And I think until the vaccine comes, um, we're going to be in the same odd world of understanding limits and occupancy. Uh, but when the vaccine comes, I'm anxious that people can make their own choices, hopefully at that point in time. And uh, so long as that comes in January, like a lot of people seem to think it will arrive, I'm really optimistic about our season. And I think there will be some people that will be uh, cautious, but I think on the flip side, there's going to be so many other individuals that are just craving to be outdoors, to be back to normal. That's going to be very successful. What, what about the economics? I mean, have people stuck with you? I get the sense they do, you know, because they... They know the again not only what you get from having a billboard here and the amount of exposure, but I think right. your corporate sponsors are with you. I would say in the sense that for the good of the community. You know, it's it's funny, Tony. You mentioned that we, we've always called our our corporate sponsors our our partners, mm-hmm. purposely in our communications and how we work with people. And then when we went to a, a pandemic, it was really obvious to us why we refer to them more as as partners yeah. than sponsors because. Uh, it's because of their partnerships and the relationships that we have with so many different folks in the community. Everyone just loves what we have here and understands the importance to the community, uh, the quality of life, economic development. Nearly everyone said, hey, Kurt, we're with you. We'll be there for you for next year. Count on us. And there's so many other partners that if they could, when they were able to, even supported our events that we did this year because they saw that we're still trying to provide level of activities so that people can feel normal and get out of their houses. How about if we move to the fun side of this whole thing? And that is, I don't think that people realize, I mean, everyone loves Fifi and Ferris. They're just, my grandkids see them, they're so happy. But you have to be a pretty good athlete to put that suit on and move around like that. I mean, is that is that part of the selection? I mean, you've got you to gotta be a good athlete to, to make it happen. 100%. I mean, it, it, you have to be a good athlete and you have to be a great actor or actress because 
that's kind of what you are. You're playing a role inside the suit. Yeah. Um, and you have to be very uh, demonstrative because, you know, so many people get in the suit and they just want to they want to wave or give high fives. Yeah. But yeah. to be a character, you have to be very demonstrative and aware of your surroundings at all times. So there's a lot to it. We've actually had the same two um, mascots, performers, since day one. Wow. So that really, okay. So they've stuck with you that yeah. long. You know, most of your people have been with you for a long time, which is a a credit to your management style. I think uh, you have a philosophy that, uh, you know, it's a family and uh, you want to hang on to people. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with my, my management style, although I appreciate it. I think it just comes down to the culture that we have here. And when you come to the ballpark every day and you're surrounded with other people that uh, are allowed to be creative and encouraged to be creative, um, we try to give as, as much um, responsibility to every individual as possible. They feel great about the roles. They understand the roles. That's all you do is you give them a job description and, and let them go do their jobs. In an environment like this, where they know it's not just baseball, where they know they can grow, um, that's really what leads to people wanting to stay around. What was your greatest moment other than opening night, of course? And I was here opening night, or opening day, I should say. I'll never forget that. And uh, But what, like, what are some of the moments that you just felt like, boy, this is... This is amazing. I thank God for this job. Oh, gosh, there, there's a million. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you know, there's 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 times where you step back and you realize uh, this is more than a job and what you do with the community and how you give back. If it's our grant process, we've been award we've awarded, you know, throughout the last uh, 12 years, 13 years, uh, almost now two million dollars in grant dollars back to local organizations that makes you feel Through great about what you do through our charities yeah. um there's times here you know the promotions are, are so much fun and mm -hmm. that's a lot of the memories but when your promotions actually have um a community impact we we did a funeral giveaway and that was all fun and games right hey haha ha, we're giving away a free funeral yeah. um you've done some crazy stuff by the way which i which i love i mean and you've gotten some real exposure for it it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun but for the funeral night you know, there's a the gentleman that one spoke from his heart about um, why it was important to him that he had this for his father uh, because his father um, was terminal, had cancer and in an event promotion that was very um, fun and lighthearted. Mm -hmm. Ha ha became, became extremely real and impactful. And during the ceremony, um, Tony, there was 10,000 people here packed full. Not one had a dry eye. Yeah, I'm you almost know. getting there now. It gives you goosebumps a little bit. Yeah, so that's great when you can have that kind of effect. So I'm going to bring in Lauren Spence in a minute, but the last question I want to ask you is, mm -hmm. do you like it here and are you going to stay here? I mean, I think you is this home? I mean, you have opportunities and you're going to have opportunities. Tony, I'll stay as long as you're going to stay in Lehigh Valley. Oh, really? So okay. I'm we signed a pact. Yeah, that could no. be another 100 years. <laughs> no, that's not that long. I, I love it here. Uh, I absolutely do. And a lot of people ask me, say, hey, why don't you move up to the, to the majors? Yeah. But, you know, uh, at the majors, you're doing one thing and you have to do it very well yes. and you do it over and over and over. Yeah. You know, here you get to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. If, if we have an idea that we want to make um, our mascot into dead fried food and, yeah. and call it bacon yeah. and, you know, we have the idea, we can do it tomorrow. Yeah, what I love about you kind of reminds me a little bit of myself that you're willing to try crazy stuff. I mean, the world needs some of that, you know, making life uh, interesting, crazy. Right. Well, we're pigs. We throw mud against the wall. You <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. All right, we're going to bring Lauren in and give All you right. really some really tough questions, okay? All right, great. You can handle it. Great. Hey, we are back now, and one of the fun things we do is, I'll just let me say this, and I know Kurt feels the same. We have some amazing people at the chamber and younger people that are going to lead this chamber going forward, and one of them is Lauren Spence. So, 
Kurt Lawrence got some young people questions for oh, you. And, I'm uh, here to I hit you I, with the hard hitting questions. I hope questions. you can handle it. Does that mean you're not young or does that mean I'm not young? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it means me, not you. Go ahead. It's Thanks, all yours. boss. So I know you talked a little bit about the culture here, Kurt. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see if you had any advice for young professionals who might be interested in a company culture like this. Ah, fantastic. You know, I think for individuals just coming out of college, at least for sports, it's all about just getting your, your feet in the industry and just starting to, to know people, to not be shy, ask questions. Uh, for us, and I think for a lot of industries, it's just about getting experience within sports. So not that I don't look at the GPA or not that I don't look at your college activities or extracurriculars, but I'm really looking for people that, that want to be invested in the sport. And, and then you go through an interview process and then you just want their personality to show like, what, what is this person passionate about? And I think that, again, that goes not just for, for, for here, but for many places that they're willing to work hard, they're passionate about what they believe, and that they would contribute to that same culture. You know, that's a good point if I could jump in real quick, Kurt, and that is whenever we interview people, I always say, tell me about, other than your what I see from your college, what else did you do? What, what, how'd you have fun? Because right. it tells you a little bit about a person. All right, sorry, Lauren. Well, everyone knows the interview questions, right? But like, yeah. how do you really see this person's character? And that's what we want. It's like, is it TBS, TNT? Like, we want characters, sure. right? And, and, and not Lauren's just... a character. And how, you had a lot of fun at Villanova, right? I Go, did. Villanova. I had a great time there. That's where Go Cats, always. <laughs> All right, you got another question. So you have the most creative theme nights here at Iron Pigs. What is your favorite theme night that you've ever done? <laughs> that's a good question. Gosh. I know, it's a tough question. <laughs> Every year... There's seven different nights and seven different themes. Did you say 70? 70. Whoa. So there's not one day that goes by that we don't have something. Some crazy theme. You know, it's like planning a wedding, all right? <laughs> you, know, for, you have your wedding and you have, you know, this is what the bridesmaids and the grooms wear. Yeah. And we have to pick out uniforms and, and thematics. And like, how do you plan for 200 people at a wedding? It's a lot of stress for people getting married. Well, you have that stress kind of every day with 10,000 yep. people, right? <laughs> Um, but it's hard to say which wedding theme that we've had here that we like the best. I mean, it's always fun, our Salute to Philadelphia nights, mm -hmm. because um, the first time we came out, we were, the, we were the stakes, and you had to choose wit or wit out, and based on how you our fans answered that question, mm -hmm. we wore uniforms that either had wit or wit out the onions. I love that. Um, That's awesome. You know, we had this past year, uh, John, which I didn't know what John was. This is another young question, right? J-A-W-N. Do you know what John yes. is? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so Philly slang. It was, it was, I know what Philly's the T is, though. Yeah, I know that. There you go. It's Good. Philly slang for, for anything. So we put John on our uniforms. And again, the best promotions are ones that you know have an impact, but our fans see it's regional and it, and it covers a lot of fun publicity and press. And we sold John gear, John, all over. And I that saw was someone so wearing it this morning when we were coming in. That's great. So I love it. Gosh, it, it's such a hard question to ask and, or answer. Um, you you got to be gosh. happy sometimes when you hit a home run and get national attention. Like I think it was the the urinal thing that you did, which yeah. was kind of a but that right. got you national attention, right? Yeah. So so it, the national attention ones are so much fun because then you hear from your friends and family at yeah. home or across. <laughs> you know, in, in fifty different states are buying your merchandise yeah. because they see something. That's a lot of you know, it feels great. And some of those promotions, you know, our fans love locally, and sometimes it's more about a national audience. Um, but the urinal games, yeah. you know, to this day, people talk about um, they want to go to the restroom here because they want to play the urinal games. <laughs> was there actually a winner that, that somewhat like, was it, I, I mean. 
So, so what you would what you would do is if you went to the uh, there be you know the six urinals yeah. in a restroom, people would line up for the one that was the the urinal video. Oh, it's only one. So then you have a long line behind one urinal, and the other urinals were empty. <laughs> yeah. And you come up, you you play the game, yeah. and at the end of the game, uh, it gives you a score. <laughs> And then you could go to your seat, enter your score, and it would verify. And we post the top scores on a scoreboard during the game. <laughs> I feel deprived. Yeah. I got to do something for the ladies yeah, right I, next I, I year. That's, that's so we always feel bad. That's the biggest question. It's yeah. like, well, how, why not the ladies? Yeah. So we so haven't figured out someone the, will um, creatively pull it off. Hey, I just want to say it is so great. I'm going to let Lauren sign off, but I do want to say thank you, Mark Mosquito Hunters. Thank you for sponsoring Allison Pickle, Becca Ludeschmick. Thank you for all your support, and it's all yours to sign off. Thanks, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Kurt. It's always great speaking with you, and we're so grateful to have you here in this episode of Game Changers. Stay tuned to the Chamber's social media and our website, as well as Connections Magazine, for the latest updates on Game Changers and our next episode. We'll see you soon.